Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're here live. We're every day, 1 to 4. Well, Monday through Friday. If you don't hear the show live, check out the podcast at KFIAM640.com or use the good old iHeartRadio app to access the podcast. Just after 4 o'clock, the hours are posted up. I'm looking at a headline. Vaccine makers are standing by. For a human bird flu pandemic, Moderna, GSK, and Sanofi all prepare to roll out H5N1 shots as fears mount about a zoonotic spillover. I know you like the word zoonotic. As Uh, as fears mount? Yes. One Cambodian girl died of the bird flu. It's the only story I've been able to find, and that story is weeks old. So they're thinking it's possible that it could uh, mutate. And uh, it's the hype machine. We could all go down like all the chickens. Plus, <laughs> we'll just fall over in our cages. And Biden will announce we're going to have to call the flock just like they did with the birds. Well, that's not a bad, to, it's not a bad idea. We're going to have to suck all the oxygen out of people and I, kill them. I'm for I'm for some culling of the species. Oh, yeah. This one's got a picture of tens of thousands of birds died in coastal Peru and throughout the Americas. Municipal workers are collecting dead yeah. pelicans on a beach in Lima, Peru. Oh, I guess well, they were felled by the bird flu. Yeah. It, it, you know, it rarely happens because these uh, viruses don't easily jump from one person to the next. It did from a raccoon dog. 
just three years ago, we got COVID-19 from a raccoon dog. <laughs> Do you, I don't know if you saw it over the weekend, the New York Times is just accepting that and running with it now. That's it. Now we've got our evidence. Let's move on. No more discussions yeah. about a lab leak. Yeah, right. Oh, it's from the Chinese Communist Party? Oh, yeah, okay. It's true. That's definitive. That's and they true. held on to it for three years? They yeah. knew about the raccoon dog? That's all That's all you need oh. to know. Oh, my God. I can't I can't do it anymore. I can't I do know. it anymore. I know. But remember, remember we had the swine flu thing? That was like when Obama was president. Remember the swine flu scare? Yeah, but Got most people most worked of, up for a while. Of, that one jumped. That's just, just our stupid modern world. Just because there's there's so much money to be made scaring people. Yeah, every single you know TV station and internet site, and then you have the drug companies, right? They want to get the big government contract to make a vaccine that nobody's going to use. I mean, there's just too much money in all this, and it's too easy to frighten people. Obviously, yeah, we I... saw that this this absurdity the last three years. We're a scared little species that panics easy, and we move in herds. And when we see the herd running scared in one direction, most people follow it. And they're still spending a lot of government money pushing people to get vaccines. And I uh, think that I, I got to believe the numbers are near zero now. Uh, yeah, in fact, yeah. I saw an interesting story the other day that, uh, and I guess it's a few of the immunocompromised and some of the elderly are anxious. They want to know what the next booster is. And the answer is we don't know. Well, there's <laughs> they're no reason. The, they're waiting for the next booster shot. But there's no reason for it. Well, but the, these are the worried. Well, I know, I know, but but now we're what we're dealing with is mental. They got illness. all five or six shots, whatever it was, and we're, they want to know when the next one is. We're not dealing with 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 a, with a biological physical issue. We're dealing with a mental health issue. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that, right? Yeah, they're probably is, still wearing masks, as we talked about a lot last this week. This is post traumatic stress disorder. It's like the guy coming back from uh, the Iraq War, and every time there's a a backfire on a car, he thinks he's under uh, under siege by the enemy. And he, yeah, the, you know, the grabs people his gun in the story felt the... they felt let down. They were like, "What? What do you mean? There's no answer right now about what the next booster do, is and when it is. You, How can this be? We need protection." Do they have the names like, of those people in the story? Because I want to make sure not to ever run, run into, into them. them. Yeah, I don't want to meet them. I don't want to meet uh, all the fearful, scared people. I really don't. I, living on I, the West Side, I'm surprised you don't. I I'm gotta sure, have a lot of those no, people I, living on your area. Oh part yeah, of town. no, I pass them all the time because they're wearing the telltale mask. But they're not in your social circles. You don't have anybody. Mm, that, not uh, that I know of. Okay. And if they are, they're not staying in my social circle long. I don't want to. I cannot have another conversation with anybody about any of this. Uh, of course, it. other big story is uh, the uh, is it the twelfth atmospheric river? John is coming. Your favorite term? Oh, you banned it. Okay, that's been banned. Heavy rain. Yes, is that it is a. Heavy rain and windstorm, if you want to really get exotic. That just doesn't sound cool enough. Don't you like atmospheric river better no. in terms no. of the potential of it's Armageddon? A, it's just, it's all fake. These are all fake terms. Yeah, I know. What are the people in the mountains doing? Are they leaving? Do we know? Anybody? Know. Le are they going to get I, snow up there? I don't know how much snow melted over the last few weeks. Yeah, they are expected to get more snow. It's one to oh, three feet. Oh, that's got to freak them out then. Wouldn't that freak you out if you lived up there and oh, you heard yeah. there's more snow coming? Oh, I'd be, I'd, I would have moved out. It'd be like two inches and I'd run. <laughs> well, they didn't run when the first 10 feet fell. Well, I know, but they, everyone said we never thought it could be this big. We thought maybe a yeah. foot, but 10 feet? The things you're supposed to react to, people don't react to. The things that are not a danger, we overreact to. That's I mean, why I'm expecting a lot of people to run this time, because it probably won't be anything like it was a few weeks ago, but... Because they now have that experience. 
Oh. The reflex is, I don't want to take any chance. You Three, see? Whereas where back then it was like, oh, they're exaggerating. It's not going to be that bad. And then they got well, stranded. Well, that's what weeks. happens when you can't trust anything in the world anymore. I mean, I don't blame people for not believing the government or the news media when they whip up another scare. It's like, uh, you know, this week, oh, it's the bird flu from Cambodia. It's like, stop it. I don't, I don't believe most of the stuff they sell anyway. I guess once in a while I'll probably get caught. But what are you going to do? You can't trust anyone anymore. Because, every wow. you know, the whole economy is based on hype and frightening people. Well, I see in a story some people are evacuating up in the Central Valley because they're going to get some heavy rain and uh, flooding up there is a very serious thing. And I think it's more about flooding. It's not about snow. But uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing that they're going to get huge amounts of snow, even in Northern California yeah. this time, not compared to a few weeks ago. And we're starting to slowly. It's got to be happening. I was so excited Saturday. Saturday was the first time in, I think, Four or five months, I've worn shorts. Mm. I did. It was 75 degrees. I was like, wow. Did anyone this feels like the good old days. Anyone ask you to go indoors? I <laughs> No. I was like, please. I live near the beach. Everybody wears shorts. Cover those up. Not like you stodgy West Siders <laughs> walking uh, around in all your yeah, yeah, proper in our, clothes. In our suits. In our suits. In our yeah, Saturday, yoga pants. Yeah, well, yoga pants, right. No, Saturday was the first nice day, I think, since uh, last September. I know. I felt like no jacket, no nothing. I yeah. haven't. I, I was hard to remember when it was like this. Well, it, it's spring, I think, tomorrow. Today. Today. All right, today's first day of spring. Happy spring. has chimed in. Did well, it start yet? Isn't it like a time of day today? It's this afternoon, so I don't All know. Right, we're like, almost there, we're but almost, we're not quite there. Yeah, we're there. All right. Although it's, you know, tomorrow and Wednesday, it's. It's, Tomorrow's going to really suck. And it's going to be so windy. and uh, It's like 60-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah, power outages, yeah. probably. Trees falling down. You heard it here Armageddon. first. Armageddon. This is the end for really the rest of the year. Yeah. There you got it for Last Yeah, one. it is. Okay. Okay, well, wait a second. I mean like this. I don't mean that. I don't mean little sprinkles. I just mean this Blast kind of big superstorm. Blast. Yeah, all right. All right. I heard I a weather. Say, I heard. I did hear a TV weather forecaster say that April... Is gonna is going to follow the same pattern that we've been seeing with the no, rain. I, and I heard the opposite. Well, I hope you're you're right. But my my story's a week old, so maybe your story's newer. It but pe I people don't forecasters know. think April will be more normal with less rain. They have never rain. gotten uh, a seasonal forecast more wrong than this winter. This They're was right. the worst seasonal forecast. But the only people I that were right, remember. John, are the people you quoted back in January when they said it might come back around in mid-February, and it did. Yeah. Right? I, well, yeah, Those people were right, whoever that, they were. I know, but that, that's like a three-week forecast. I'm talking about in October when they said there was a 90% chance we were going to have a drier than normal winter. La Nina they, type. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they can... <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, you're not going to finish that? No, Thank I'm you. not. I'm tired. I'm just tired of everything. All right. <laughs> go take gonna, a nap. I'm going to go lie down now. <laughs> Well, that kind of sums up the show today. Yeah. Tired of everything. I'm tired of everything. Wow. Deborah Mark, you may have to take over. I don't know what to do here. Yeah, John, uh, move over. Go take right. a nap. We'll grab <laughs> a cot. Slumped over the wheel at take the a, pilot seat. Take a, take a crack at it. <laughs> I always wanted to do vegan talk with you, Ken. <laughs> oh, now oh. I'm not feeling well. Yeah, I might stay up for that. <laughs> I give up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand. From KFI AM 640. Oh, something we needed a chance to get to last week. Well, there really wasn't a lot of coverage. But after 1.30, we do know some of the case against Mark Ridley Thomas, the suspended Los Angeles City Council member who's been charged with corruption when he was an L.A. County supervisor dealing with the USC School of Social Work. 
the prosecution last week presented its case. A lot of it is emails, communications back and forth about what uh, they were trying to work between Mark Ridley Thomas and the dean of the School of Social Work. And there's some good nuggets in there we'll get to right after the news at 1.30. Big local story, of course, is the pending strike by L.A. Unified School bus drivers, custodial workers, SEIU members, which is being supported by the teachers. So it means that everybody walks out likely tomorrow for three days. They've announced it in advance. It's three days. We're just trying to show you how powerful we are. Taking advantage. This is this is a racist act by the teachers union. They're taking advantage of all the poor minority parents. It's over 80 percent of the school district knowing that these people have nowhere to go. They can't afford to go to a private school. They can't afford to go to a religious school, Catholic school, can't afford to homeschool because they got to work. They don't have any options, these people, and the L.A. Teachers Union knows it. And it's just a blatantly racist act against uh, people who don't have the capability of taking their kids anywhere else. And it's really awful. So the school district tried to ask some sort of state labor board to put a stay on the strike, basically because the reason that the union is going on strike is not what they say it is. They have claimed there's unfair labor practices, but instead, really, they're just asking for more money. In fact, what they're asking for is a 30% pay hike plus an additional $2 per hour for the lowest paid workers. Now, the El Segundo Times over the weekend had a story about when they labeled it the essential workers, bus drivers, cafeteria workers and custodians. Um, Well, I guess you have to have them, but because they're not exactly skilled jobs. No, that's the reason they don't pay a lot. No. And and this this is what is intentionally not understood or not explained is all these jobs are at the bottom of the job ladder for a reason. It takes no skills. It takes no education. Virtually anybody can do them. And so there is no reason to pay people a lot of money. That's not the way the economy works. And you know, it, it, Basically, it, if your job and your background and your skills are important and require a lot of training and investment of your time and your brain, you're rewarded for that. But... Other jobs, you know, preparing meals in a cafeteria, driving a school bus, that's not exactly what we would call high, highly skilled jobs. See, and, and what, what, you, what you have here is like other, other groups of employees run into this in the private sector, and they often get stymied, like Amazon, for example, right? Starbucks workers, they've tried to organize and go on strike or unionize, whatever, and they've had very limited success. Most of the time, it doesn't work. Because first of all, most of these people are transitioning in and out of jobs like Amazon and Starbucks all the time. It's not meant to build a life and feed a family. They're in their 50s. In this story, is a 56-year-old school bus driver. John Lewis has been driving for the district for 34 years, but he never, he now earns $34 an hour. And it says that he begins his day at 5.30 at the bus depot and climbs out at 5.30 p.m. And I, I guess he's not paid for all his hours because if you do the math on that, He's not making a bad salary, actually. No, it's probably somewhere around eighty thousand or even more. It's probably so, four and four hours. It's, yeah, it's a split it's after, shift. I, I mean, did you read the next paragraph? On his current route, he picks up and drops off fifty students. That's his day. Yeah, uh, it's it. I mean, 
That's just not a lot Mark. of kids. I, I, you're right. No. There's probably downtime. He's not. Paid oh yeah, for. no. They 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 go home in between. Well, they take a break or they, yeah. Well, because school is starts. Yeah, I got to do is drop the kids off, and then maybe there's some kids that get off at midday, but then you come back in the afternoon, right? School starts at uh, about 8, 8 o'clock, 8.30, and it's over 2.30, 3, 3.30, whatever. And uh, in between, you have nothing to do. Yeah, so, so it's a little uh, deceptive to say his day starts at 5.30, ends at 5.30 no, p.m. Well, it's not like he's working all 12 hours. That's the El right. Segundo time. See, the, the, the bias is really subtle. You know, unless you got a sharp eye, you can't even pick up how they bias stories to make you, oh, my God, he's working 12 hours a day and he's 56 years old. It's like, stop it. He's sitting. He's sitting and driving and he works eight hours a day, if that. And then there's a 58-year-old cafeteria worker who now makes $19 an hour. But it's not enough to, barely enough to pay the rent on the $2,000 a month one-bedroom apartment. Well, then you have to get a better job. Now, it says here she spent 23 years in custodial work, and she's claiming my hands are bad, my knees are bad, my legs are bad. I love my job, but the pay is horrible, and it's been horrible for many years. Well, lady, you have you should have gotten a better job 20 years ago. I mean, that is those are bad decisions. They're not as bad as the decisions made by people who are homeless and yeah. have needles sticking out of their arm, but that's a pretty bad set of decisions. Not to pick up the skills or the education and 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 get yourself a better paying job. I, I well, don't know what to, I don't know what to say. If you don't choose to do something better in life, then you come you come to the rest of us and say, "Give me, give me, give me." It's like no, you had huge opportunities over the last twenty years that you didn't take advantage of. She serves as the union strike captain. So, and by the way, she does get health benefits. But complains she has to stay after hours to do more work. Wow. Then get I, I, another job. You know, I mean, it's unprecedented in America, I thought a lot right? of people did that during the pandemic. Is it all we heard? People, people finally said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to change my life. And they left a lot of service work. In record numbers. You, you can see how terribly understaffed a lot of restaurants are. Drug stores, for example, grocery stores. There's a shortage of workers everywhere. And often they've gone on to... A better job that pays more. Well, that's what these people highlighted in this story need to do. You have to go and do something else or do the same thing at a better paying location. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, uh, it's My understanding is the district has offered them 20%, but they're holding out, I guess, for the 30%. That's what I think I read yesterday. Twenty percent is a pretty good increase. I don't know how many years it's spread over, but yeah, still. But, but unions are made of fanatics. They're made of crazy fanatics nothing justifies these kinds of raises nothing you know they're lucky they're getting any raises at all obviously some raises because of inflation but you know you start throwing out wild ass numbers like sit down go find some other work and you should have done it 20 years ago and the teachers holy mackerel this crazy teachers union they want a 20 percent increase over two years okay so now we know that's 10 percent a year they also want affordable housing for low-income families that that's part of their bargaining with the. What has that got to do with any of this? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, they, but they they, get, the, the Times thinks this is wonderful because they're taking on social issues. You know what? Those people at the Times are on meth. Their 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 opinions are are so ridiculous. It's it, they're just they're just absurd people. Uh, uh, there there's no there's no intelligence. There's no logic, rational thought in any of this anymore. It's just people screaming, "I want more! I want more!" Be, because why? 
because I'm breathing. Yeah. Uh, so they also announced that the kids are still going to get their food. Uh, they'll be grab-and-go locations. Remember, they did this during the pandemic when they shut the schools down. They're going to do the same thing again. You can pick up s- six meals per student. Wow. Yeah. Right, because... Oh, I guess it's for the three days. Yeah, it's supposed it, to cover breakfast and lunch during the days. The schools are closed par- for three days. Parents are incapable of feeding their kids. They're too I, poor. No, they're not. Well, that's what they'll tell you. I don't. I think they're full of it. And then I they'll say, well, if they're offering free breakfast and lunch, why don't we take it? I think because they... they uh, they don't have proper priority in what they spend on. Yeah. I, I bet you if I went to some of these homes where they claim they can't afford to feed their kids, uh, you'd find out what they're spending their money on. Uh, you don't believe people are food deprived? No. No, because it's the first thing you, uh, oh, you spend your insecure, money on. Oh, food insecure, that's the word I No, it's the, because it's the first thing you spend money on. You spend money on, on shelter and food. food. First two things. Nothing yeah. else matters. You know what? You you should only have uh, a, a, I I bet you I would find plenty of stuff in all these homes because the poor people in California live far better than the poor people in any other country. We are our poor is much richer than everybody else is poor. And they simply have been offered a freebie by the government, so they take it. But if they had to. Like for example, when 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 the teachers uh, had the lockdown and decided to lay on their sofas in their robe and fuzzy slippers, the kids were home. What did they eat? They ate food at home. No, they they went and got the grab and go. Remember, I told you they set up a. Yeah, but I bet had, you most of the time they, they were they, handing out food out of tr- tr- trunks of cars to people driving by. I bet you most of the time they ate at home though, because the kids were home all day. But all you got to do is drive down to the school and pick up all the meals. And you there, is, them. there is no reason to have a, a food service at a school if, if the kids are not there. No reason. That's just left-wing socialism nonsense. Feed your own kid. Make the parents responsible for feeding their own kid. It's not that hard. Oh, by the way, we have the most gener- generous welfare benefits. Between generous cash welfare benefits and food stamps, stop. There's all right, we'll return. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. 
Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You tell a lie often enough, though, people will believe it. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, you can hear this show from 1 to 4, but if you can't do that live, or it's so good you wanted to hear it it again, it'll be posted up uh, at the website, kfiam640.com, the podcast will, or on the iHeartRadio app just after 4 o'clock. Steve Gregory will drop by after 2 o'clock for this story that the defund the police people just never really go away. And uh, we have a group now that apparently is putting up personal information about every sworn Los Angeles police officer. Photographs. It's a searchable database. Like there's some sort of most wanted enemies or something. This is an anti-police terrorist group is what it is. I know. They're trying, they're trying to get uh, some of them assassinated. That's the purpose of what they're doing. Or at least harassed, from what I can see. Uh, I think they'd be fine with some of them getting killed. I, I, every day now when I see stories, and it, you know, it's particularly true in some of the media outlets, including the El Segundo Times, it's just a world gone mad, upside down, that the biggest stories are when the police do something wrong. Not about all the crime that's out there. Mm-hmm. Not about all the horrible people that are out there. Well, but if the police do one alleged misstep, holy mackerel, it's front page huge well, news. That, that, Why, when did that happen? When the 6% cult of progressives took over the media. That, that's when it happened. These, these are all the people that came out of all the elite journalism schools where they taught this garbage for the last 10 years or more. And they've created a critical mass. And, and 6% is the figure? There are 6% of the country that considers themselves, like, really oh, I see. Right. far far left. Left. And they're all over social media. They produce most of the posts on Twitter. They statistically analyze this. Yeah. And they have taken over the newsrooms because now in, in most major newsrooms, such as the New York Times, a prime example, there is a generational conflict where the younger reporters, 20s, early 30s, are now such a large group because a lot of the older reporters have been bought out and have, have you know gotten out of there, and and they bully the older reporters and editors around. You see that at the L.A. Times, right? Most of the older writers that we read for years are gone. You know, they moved on to another place or, or they retired, bought out, whatever. 
And so now you have all these these people in their twenties, and they're they're being uh, led by uh, Sun Chiang's uh, daughter. Oh, and, the owner, right? Right. And and so what what you have now is like a, like a college newspaper at, uh, attitude. Yeah, it is. And, and because if you read this stuff, college newspapers always kind of read like that, right? It was it was the most liberal, most progressive students who would get into journalism. Now they've all infiltrated the regular papers, and now the LA Times is a very tiny readership compared to most other major newspapers because it is it is too left wing for any normal person to read for very long. Wow, uh, but it's no. all it's all we've got, unfortunately. The Evidence presented by federal prosecutors in the case against Mark Ridley Thomas, the suspended L.A. City Councilman, is done. The trial began last week and they finished presenting their case to the jury. If you don't remember, when Ridley Thomas was on the L.A. County Board of Supervisors, these prosecutors, and again, this is a federal case, which means they usually know what they're doing and they don't lose very often. I think 90% of the time they get either a guilty plea or a guilty deal. Uh, or a guilty verdict. They allege that uh, Ridley Thomas was working on behalf of USC School of Social Work to get them contracts, big bucks, to the school in exchange for benefits to his son, a former state assembly member by the name of Sebastian Ridley Thomas. <clears throat> they heard detailed testimony, the inner workings of USC's social work program, along, of course, with the efforts by this former dean, Marilyn Flynn, to get Ridley Thomas to go to work for her. And, of course, Marilyn Flynn has already pled guilty in the case, which is another big... It uh, doesn't sound like she got on the stand, John, from what I read. If they're done presenting evidence, I don't think she appeared. But um, but all her emails involving Ridley Thomas were presented uh, as yes. evidence. And the she wrote a bunch of emails to her subordinates and her colleagues. Uh, here's one. I'm holding my breath. MRT is really trying to deliver here. She was talking about a vote before the Board of Supervisors for a probation training program she was after. Regarding a vote uh, before the supervisors on a facility near USC, she, she wrote, I met with the supervisor recently. We discussed the school's interest and involvement. This is exactly what I had hoped would happen. And when Flynn wanted to accelerate the hiring of the son, Sebastian Thomas, she wrote to a guy by the name of Jack Knott, the then dean of USC's public policy school, I think in the interest of showing MRT that we can deliver, it would be provident to get the offer letter out before the holidays. That one seems really damning to me, that oh, yeah. we can deliver. This is our side of the bribe. we got to come through here. Well, I mean, it's pretty clear because the deal is straightforward. You know, Flynn was losing money as dean of the social work school. Yes, they were in big uh, she, financial trouble. She had some some business. Uh, she was running the business end of things for the school, and a lot of the deals she had involving online schooling went bad. They were losing money, and you can't lose money at USC. You not only have to make money with your with your your department, you also have to raise a tremendous amount of money, and uh, she was failing at all this. So she needed a lifeline, or you know, she was going to be out on her rear end in disgrace. So Ridley yep. Thomas came to the rescue because Ridley Thomas needed something. He had an embarrassing dud slob of a son who was getting bad headlines for being a sexual harasser in the assembly and basically got kicked out of the assembly for that. And he had nowhere to go, nowhere to land. So he had, he had you know, she needed something badly. He needed something badly. They were the perfect couple. Uh, there's another memo where she outlined a wish list of sorts involving business between USC and the county. 
One request was to address a stalled movement of a contract between USC and the county's mental health department and for involvement in a parole office near the university. So these were the contracts and the deals she right. was looking for Ridley Thomas to secure for her from the county board and by of supervisors. The way, Sebastian Ridley Thomas was admitted to the School of Social Work, did get a scholarship, did get a professorship at USC's social work department, uh, and did get $100,000 that was rooted from Mark Ridley Thomas's political account to USC and then forwarded on. It was a money laundering thing, forwarded on to uh, Sebastian. So he, she did everything that Mark Ridley Thomas wanted. And in yes. return, he they did. got these contracts. He, got, he came through with the contracts. He so, probably lobbied very hard. I mean, he has to get the votes of the other supervisors. But, you know, these guys often have their way. They're very powerful, the five members of the oh, LA County Board of Supervisors. I, I think I mentioned And they don't this. often want to step on each other because it's like, well, if I step on him, he'll step on me when I'm trying to push something through. I was told by an insider, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, Ridley Thomas was the big bully of the LA County supervisors. All the other supervisors, and they were have always been mostly women in yeah. recent years, they've been intimidated by him. He's 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 loud. He's bullying. He's got that big rumbling voice. He's got a like a large physical presence. And when he wanted something, you scurried and did it. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken KFI AM six forty. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM six forty. Rupert Murdoch is getting married again at ninety two years old. Wow. I, what marriage number is this? I was trying to find this in the story. He's going to marry a 66-year-old former San Francisco police chaplain. It's got to be at least four. Because I, I can, guess so. He married Jerry Hall. Remember her? Oh, right. Mick Jagger's former uh, girlfriend or wife. Or Yeah, I don't remember uh, if it was a girlfriend or wife. And then uh, there was uh, an Asian woman he was married to for a number of years. Wendy Deng, I think, was her name. Oh, yes. I do remember seeing yes. her. Why somebody. do I know Rupert Murdoch's wives? I don't know. I, I don't know. know I know why, because he's always looked like he's 90 years old for decades now. And I always well, wonder, he is 90 now. What, yeah. uh, what, what kind of what kind of women does uh, a 90 year old billionaire look like? <laughs> this is number five. Five. This will be wow. number five. OK, that's well, a, you're 92. You spread that out over the years. That's, I mean, a, that's a true believer. <laughs> what did Larry King have, like seven marriages and he died much younger. And so, yeah, that's right. He had, he had, uh, Plus, Murdoch's got quite a bit of wealth. But, uh, yeah. I just don't. I don't get that. I don't get the the seven wife thing or the <laughs> five just, wife thing. I uh, well, I think Larry was married to the same woman twice, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and divorced uh, her twice. This video went viral over the weekend, and I could be half responsible. I probably watched it uh, fifteen times. Od I, the uh, weather. Yeah, meteorologist uh, Alyssa Carlson on uh, KCAL CBS, who I think they now have news all day long, pretty much. Uh, this was on Saturday. And when I saw the clip, it's like the anchors, uh, this is on KCAL, uh, Nichelle Medina and Rachel Kim were just introducing her. So they had like the, I think it was like a split screen, or maybe she was just off to the side at her meteorologist desk. And she suddenly... Uh, She's smiling, waiting to uh, for her moment to come to talk about the weather. And then just her eyes roll back in her head. And she slumps forward and then falls back out of sight onto the floor. She apparently suffered a head injury. Um, and she's sending out 
messages on Twitter today that she's feeling much better, but she had to be treated for the head injury because I guess when she fell back, she must have hit her head on the floor. Here's uh, what happened in the audio. Welcome to KCAL News at 7 on CBS, streaming on CBS News Los Angeles. I'm Rachel Kemp. And I'm Michelle Medina in for Sheba. Who is ready for some sunshine? I know I am. Let's start off with a check of your next weather with meteorologist Alyssa Carlson. She joins us live in the studio. Alyssa, this really is the calm before the storm. Not again. <laughs> no. Oh. You know, we're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was the noise was her hitting. The floor, like I said, she's okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but the anchor's going. I kept watching this because her whole her whole head goes woozy. And Isn't was that spooky? Looked like something out of a horror movie. The way her eyes rolled around in her head, and the timing That's... of it, exactly as she's introduced, yeah. is just weird. Now, she had an episode before working in Bakersfield back in 2014. She threw up on the air, mm. and found out later that she had a leaky heart valve. Mm. She's now saying that what happened Saturday has nothing to do with that. And I guess she had the heart valve fixed, but she doesn't say what caused her to faint like that. But that that sound that the anchor made after she fell—that's her falling backwards. Did you no, see the video? No, yeah, yeah, I have. I watched it a few times. But oh. she, yes, that sound that the anchor. Oh, the, oh, the anchor. That's that's what made me uh, like giggle there. Oh, <laughs> it does make you. Well, they were caught off guard. Though. I, I know. I, <laughs> That's and something you know I would have said. I, I thought of you right away, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and you know what it's like for news anchors, Deborah Mark is notorious, uh, <laughs> when you're about to hand off a story and then it's not there. Holy crap, what do I do now? <laughs> My computer froze. My weather woman just fell on the floor. You know, what? We go to a break. We go to a break. <laughs> we cannot ad lib. <laughs> we cannot fake our way through this. Let's just no. find an exit. Yeah, nobody on TV knows what to say when something unplanned happens. Oh. Well, they, that's they can all do that. she could think of was to kind of squeak a bit. Um, she apparently uh, she was interviewed after what happened in 2014. They're still not saying what happened on Saturday that caused her to faint. But in 2014, she had this heart uh, leaky valve that had to be replaced eventually. And then uh, she ended up uh, having a, a child and then, uh, you know, rebooting her career. So she got from Bakersfield to Los Angeles. I mean. That's, yeah, that's that's pretty. Well, I looked her up. She also was Mrs. California one year. Oh, was that right? Yeah, like a beauty pageant winner. Oh, she sent out a message. Thanks for all the kind wishes as I recover from a head injury. I'm out of the hospital. I'm doing okay. Lots of sleeping and even some pizza. And she's put out a picture, I guess, of the pizza slices from some place. Uh, there could be a lot of reasons you faint. You could be dehydrated, overheated. I know. It's just tough when it happens at that. I mean, yeah. it could be she's in the back office, right, preparing for the right. newscast, not sure. on the camera. But there she was kind of smiling as they were introducing the news. And then suddenly she just uh, pitches over and then back. All right. Coming up next, our guest will be Steve Gregory. We need to talk about this anti-police activist group, which has decided to take their whole battle to another level. They've launched a website with a database of a lot of information on every LAPD officer. This is really nutty. And I well, think it would cause some unease if I was a police officer. No, right. they, they've, they've declared war on the police. They're inviting every whack job in the world to know uh, who these police specifically are so they can be tracked down. They could be targeted, exactly. Because, yeah. well, did you see that Times poll over the weekend that came out that uh, 
half the people, younger people, think police are just simply racist. Half. I'm like, half? Because somebody taught them that. Yeah, you're right. Do you think any of them had an experience where that really happened? I doubt. No, no. No. Again, that's what they teach in a lot of the schools now. All right, he'll come on next. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.